Quick, quick, Joe Biden fell on his butt and the FBI has proof that he may have taken a $5 million bribe from a foreign agent. Did somebody indict Trump? <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republican. It's happening again. It's it's amazing. It's uncanny. The only They only have one play, these Democrats. They got one play and one play only. Whenever Joe Biden is faltering, whenever uh, anyone gets close to proving that Joe Biden is just as dastardly and criminal as we've all known for all this time, anytime Joe Biden's health or, uh, you know, his, his ability to do his job, whether it's letting Chinese spy balloons fly over our country unimpeded or, you know, just falling by walking or stuttering or saying something ridiculous, um, they do the same thing. They go after Donald Trump. They either attack him in New York City court or they attack him this time in a federal court for something that isn't even really a crime, something he hasn't even done. And if he did, Pretty much every other president has gotten away with it as well. So we'll get into all that here in just a minute. Uh, this is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And thank you so much for joining us on this podcast later today on the show. Busy day today, by the way. I'm traveling to D.C. later tonight. Uh, we'll have more information about that here in just a minute. But later today on the show, this is very exciting. Look at this. We got um, a friend of mine sent me this, and I'm going to open it up on the Mark K. Show live this is a bobblehead. It's a Donald Trump bobblehead. But as you can see, it's the Trumpinator. The trend and, and Donald Trump is dressed up like the Terminator with the leather jacket and he's got the gun, he's got the shades with the red eye. And it says, I'll be back. Or I guess if it's Trump, it's I'll be back. 2024, prepare for Trump's inevitable return to office with this collectible Donald Trump, the Trumpinator bobblehead. This is fantastic. Uh, a friend of mine sent me this, and I'm really excited about it. It's, I'm gonna I'm not gonna open it here. I'm gonna open it on the show. Um, but incidentally, if you'd like to see what it looks like or if you'd like one for yourself, you can go to Bobblehead Trump. That's bobbleheadtrump.com and you can check it out because they're really, they're, they make a great gift. I mean, I had it here on my desk and every time I would like blare some audio, which is a lot, it, the little head would bobble and we go and um, <clears throat> it was really cool. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me wet my whistle here and then, um, We'll jump right on in with this, I guess, with this Trump. And uh, there's a lot of things going on today. First of all, uh, I guess we'll start with I guess we'll start with with Comer. Um, James Comer canceled the oversight committee vote uh, the other night on whether or not to hold Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress, because Christopher Ray, as you know, never wanted to give up this document, this Form, this whistleblower complaint that Joe Biden had indeed taken five million dollars from a foreign um, asset from a foreign an agent in exchange for, well, you know, making or, or I guess you would say influencing the outcome of some kind of American foreign policy to benefit this person that gave him the money. And that's, you know, pretty much illegal. That's pretty much immoral. That's pretty much selling out your country, using your office. That's kind of stabbing your constituents in the back. I mean, if I were, I'm not from Delaware. But if I were from Delaware and I started to learn how much Joe Biden had done for himself simply because I voted for him, I'd be so mad. I'd be ridiculously annoyed. Joe Biden has done absolutely nothing for the people of Delaware unless those people are named Jill Biden and Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden as well. Uh, Joe Biden, the only reason he ever went to serve in public office was because he wanted to privately benefit and he figured out a way to do that. And he continues to do that to this day. That's why he's so filthy rich. Again, anyone who's a, look, there are rich people in in, in the uh, Congress. There are rich people in the Senate. There's rich people in the White House. Donald Trump is a billionaire. But Donald Trump was not a billionaire because of his political um, dealings. He was a billionaire because he was a capitalist. John Kerry is also, I think, a billionaire. If not, he's really rich. 
And he's rich because, well, he just married Teresa Hines from the from the Hines family and, you know, took all their money. Um, th- so there are people that are that are that are wealthy, that run for office and they win. But then there's the others like Joe Biden, who never did anything, came from nowhere, went to Washington, D.C. and somehow made millions and millions of dollars. And that's not supposed to happen. You get a set salary. The only way you can make money in Washington, D.C. outside of a set salary is writing books. And we know Joe Biden doesn't write books. He can barely read, let alone write or by uh, going on speaking engagements. And again, same problem, (laughs) Joe Biden and speaking, they don't go hand in hand. Or you can, you know, uh, get big swaths of cash secretly sent to your uh, bank accounts or your family's bank accounts and then funneled up into various other entities um, in exchange for political favors. And that's what Joe Biden did. That's how the Bidens made all their money. And now we have proof of this. The FBI has a document, a whistleblower um, affidavit that proves that. And they didn't want to show it. James Comer said, you have to show it. We're the Congress. We're subpoenaing it. And Christopher Ray said, no, it's really bad for my guy. This is really bad for my boss. Joe Biden is not going to want me to show this to you. So I'm not going to show it to you. Um, James Comer said, great, we'll just hold you in contempt of Congress and we'll force you to show it to us or we'll throw you in jail. Uh, and that's when Christopher Ray finally said, OK, he caved. James Comer won. The entire committee now gets to see the document. And in exchange, uh, James Comer said, we'll cancel the vote, which they did yesterday. So it's a it's a boon for conservative Republicans. It's a boon for the oversight committee. And it's a win that should be celebrated because it shows that if conservatives hold the line, if they do what they say they're going to do, then it doesn't then the Democrats are going to have to fold. They don't always win. We have the numbers. We have the uh, um We have morality on our side. We have the Constitution on our side. And we know that the Democrats have been hiding stuff about Joe Biden and others for a long, long time. So after this is from Breitbart, after weeks of refusing to even admit the FD 1023 record exists, the committee, uh, the Oversight Committee stated in a press release, the FBI caved and is now allowing all members of the Oversight and Accountability Committee to review this unclassified record that memorializes a confidential human sources conversations with a foreign national who claimed to have bribed then President Joe Biden. So this is going to be the beginning of an investigation, which hopefully ends in something substantial. Again, hopefully, because you never know. These Democrats are slippery. They slide around man. they get away with they get away with uh, whatever they can. Now, on the flip side of this, you have Donald Trump. Because this happened, and I don't think that there's any kind of, listen, I don't think that there, there's any, hold on, I pulled up the wrong website. I don't think that there's any um, coincidence whatsoever left. There's no coincidence left in Washington anywhere. Everything happens for a reason. If you do something, it's to keep them from doing something else. If they do something, it's because you did something first. And that's exactly what's going on with this Trump indictment. Um, ABC News reporting Trump informed that he is target of special counsel investigation over classified documents. The former president who denies wrongdoing faces possible federal indictment. Former President Donald Trump received a letter from special counsel Jack Smith's office in recent weeks informing him that he is the target of an ongoing investigation related to his handling of classified information while out of office. The point of a target letter is to put the subject on notice that they are facing the prospect of indictment. Department of Justice guidelines state that the prosecutor in appropriate cases is encouraged to notify such a person a reasonable time before seeking an indictment in order to afford him or her an opportunity to testify before the grand jury. Uh, Trump has repeatedly denied wrongdoing and argues he is being singled out by enemies. I've done nothing wrong. 
<clears throat> but I have assumed for years that I am a target of the weaponized DOJ and FBI. Now, we know that the DOJ and the FBI are weaponized against Americans, especially conservative Americans. And we know this because we have a weaponization subcommittee um, that basically, you know, roots out all that. They basically say, hey, uh, we found evidence that that the uh, federal government has been weaponized against Americans, especially Donald Trump. And what the weaponization committee is doing, what they're what they're putting together, what's happening is um, you have you have Donald Trump and the FBI and the DOJ, the IRS, all these entities, and they are working diligently to try and frame Donald Trump for something, even though the things that he's done or hasn't done can't be proved. And if they can't be proved, they're mild misdemeanor type claims, things other presidents have done without any kind of recourse. It's all in an effort to stop him from running for office again, because they don't want him to run for office. Hmm. They know that a Donald Trump run for president in 2024 would be disastrous for Joe Biden. They know that a Donald Trump run for president in 2024 would end inevitably in Joe Biden's defeat. They know that all of these people, Christopher Ray and James Comey and pretty much everyone in the Biden administration, they would all face the retribution of Donald Trump. In fact, that's exactly what um, that's exactly what uh, James Comey said in his interview with Jen Psaki. It would be a retribution presidency. He's probably not wrong. I mean, let's face it, if you were president and everybody attacked you for 10, 15 years, came after your family, used the federal government, lied about you, lied about FISA warrants, lied on the, the Steele dossier, if you if you were in that position, you'd find you'd be hard pressed to not do anything either. Plus, you would be legally and constitutionally obligated to do something. I mean, think about that. What the Democrats fear here is Donald Trump acting out his constitutional obligation with a renewed passion because he was the personal target of their, of their, uh, you know, ridiculousness. So if you've got Donald Trump in there and he's met and he's mad, he's madder than heck. He's just so angry that these Democrats have been coming after him and they've been using all these, they took the FBI and they searched his home in Mar-a-Lago without his knowledge. They took the DOJ and they indicted him left, right, and center. They used the New York city uh, DA's office, Fat Alvin Bragg. They're going to do something probably in Georgia. Dude, don't think that Fulton County's forgotten anything about it. They're just waiting their turn. All of these indictments, all of these attacks, all of these prosecutions, all these impeachments, it's all been to stop Donald Trump. It's all been unconstitutional. It's all been unlawful. It's all been immoral. It's all been anti-American. And when Donald Trump comes back to office, if he does, which it looks more and more like he will, then constitutionally, he has an obligation to put all these people away. He takes an oath, just like everybody else, to protect the United States of America from all threats, foreign and domestic. And the domestic threats are many. The domestic threats are not just uh, white supremacist terrorist organizations like Joe Biden would make you think, but they're the threats of the border. They're threats of crime in our cities, but they're also threats of corruption in the government. And we are seeing every single day more and more evidence of corruption in the government specifically corruption by the Democrats and the agencies that they control to target their political adversaries. And again, it's the same trick. I mean, this is this look, Joe Biden falling on the uh, American uh, or the uh, Air Force stage last week after the commencement, Joe Biden doing that and all the questions popping back up, coming to light about his ability physically to stand or run for president or even serve this country as its leader, as its commander in chief, that triggered the uh, this investigation to move forward with lightning speed that triggered what we're now reading about, which is this potential indictment next week, they're saying of Donald Trump. You know, when you couple that with 
When you couple that with Joe Biden sagging poll numbers, and then of course this this um, Christopher Ray problem with the uh, U.S. House of Representatives, when you couple that with James Comer saying, "Look, we won. We're not going to get to see this document," and it proves that Joe Biden is bad. When all of that comes in, they got to figure out a way to bury that lead. They got to figure a way to bury the message and make sure people are focused on something else. Now, fun fact: not a lot of media outlets were focused on that anyway. And, uh, you know, with the with the um, CNN firing of Chris Licht and with uh, oh, what was the other story? Oh, with Tucker Carlson coming back with the bombing of the of the dam in, in Ukraine. There's been a lot of things they can do to turn the tide of attention away from what's been the debt ceiling debate, all these things. But the biggest story in the world right now, the biggest story in this country is that the FBI has legitimate proof that the president of the United States sold his country out for personal gain to the tune of $5 million. That's the biggest story in the world. And you know it's the biggest story in the world because none of the mainstream media outlets are reporting it. You're only going to hear about it a choice few places. One of them uh, is right here. And like I said, we'll dive into it a little bit more on the Marquet Show. Now, uh, we were going to go to the Capitol building tomorrow, but something has happened that has made us change our mind. However, I'm still, I still got to go to DC because I have some uh, personal obligations to take care of, which is very exciting for me. Um, but here's the thing. We are going to be chatting tomorrow with Kat Kamek, who is on the weaponization committee uh, in the house of representatives. So we'll ask her all about this and we'll ask her about seeing the memo and we'll ask her about, you know, what's going on with, uh, with, you know, Christopher Ray and, and Joe Biden and how we can, you know, how, how this weaponization of government continues, even though this weaponization of government committee um, is doing such great work. So that's coming up tomorrow on the show, plus the regular fair. And then again, later today, I will be opening up my Trumpinator bobblehead live on the Marque show. If you would like to see it before anyone else, if you want to know what's inside the box, if you'd like to get one for yourself, go to bobbleheadtrump, B-O-B-B-L-E, headtrump.com, and you can get a little you can get a little sneak peek um, before anyone else does. You can find out what's going on, uh, what the deal is. Now, speaking of Tucker Carlson, by the way, before I get out of here, uh, yesterday we, we announced how he started a new show on Twitter, uh, Tucker on Twitter. It was a 10-minute show. It was about the Ukraine bombing or the uh, bombing of the dam, the Russian dam in Ukraine. It was um, him in his little home studio with a camera doing a show similar to what he did in, in on Fox. And it was a smash success. He has, he's, he's probably getting close to, if he hasn't yet surpassed 100 million views, but it was 80 million views yesterday uh, before I went to bed. And that's in less than 24 hours. 80 million views of one 10 minute segment on a free speech platform by a guy who was silenced by Fox. Now, keep in mind, Tucker Carlson's old monologues when he was on Fox News uh, had what, probably 4 million? On a good day, it was 4 million people on average would watch, and that was in the number one spot. He was number one on, on cable news. Four million people tuned into Fox and they would watch Tucker Carlson talk about whatever it was Tucker Carlson was talking about. Then he'd take those monologues and depending on how, depending on how, I guess you would say, co um, uh, controversial they were or depending on who, what he was talking about, those things would then get shared on social media. People would retweet them. People would post them on YouTube. People would post them on their Instagram it became, you know, so he'd get more millions of views after that. But I don't think any one piece of content he ever did has gotten over 100 million views in 24 hours. And that is bad news for, well, Fox News, CNN, uh, anyone else who hasn't realized the power of Twitter, how Twitter can really expand any of these social media networks that allow 
conservative voices that truly are free speech networks like Tucker's or like uh, Elon Musk claims he's building here and Tucker Carlson is taking full advantage. Well, after that happened, wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, but Fox News' lawyers got in touch with Tucker Carlson and said, hey man, you can't do that. You're in breach of contract. Uh, and what the Fox News lawyers have done either, I mean, I guess either on purpose or by accident, is now put the spotlight on Tucker Carlson's Twitter show even more, which means this episode will probably get to 150 million views and subsequent episodes will be just as, if not more popular. Because what we're learning is whenever a conservative voice is unfairly persecuted, either by the government or by their, by a uh, social media network or by a corporation, um, for just speaking the truth and having an alternate opinion, whenever that happens, we see that their numbers skyrocket. Persecution of conservatives has really become their best form of promotion. You guys get someone to persecute me. Anyway, listen, Mark K Show today at noon. Very exciting. Uh, noon Eastern, 11 Central. Hope you join us. Also, don't forget to subscribe and like this podcast. Download it every single day. Listen every single day. Find out the news every single day. Stay abreast of what's going on every single day because every single day we all need to be vigilant. We all need to be ready. We all need to be armed with knowledge and information and entertainment and inspiration so that all of us every single day can do what we need to do to fight and save the republic.